Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. With over 25 years of retail leadership experience, Steve Worthy's goal is to help leaders accelerate their performance while providing tips to build and develop high-performing teams. Listen, it's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. You know, as a retail leader, it's easy for us to become distracted. We could start a project and something else can kind of come that's brand new and we will immediately forget that. Or we can forget people. You are, you have a steady team. You have a team that's been consistent and now you hire this brand new person and you give that person all of your attention. You may be thinking that there's nothing wrong with this. And in most cases, it's not. However, I'm wondering if you've ever heard of the shiny object syndrome. If not, we're going to talk about that today and to see if there's something that correlates with being a successful leader and not falling for the shiny object syndrome. Are you ready? Let's go. So have you ever seen the movie Up? It's a great movie about this gentleman who has lost his wife. He's about 78 years old, and he wants to fulfill his lifelong dream of actually creating a hot air balloon of his house. And he actually succeeds. But in the movie, there are several different characters, but the one character is a dog that his name is Doug. And Doug is a golden retriever. Doug has the ability to communicate with human beings via a electronic collar, and he's able to transform his barks into human words. But there is one thing that's in particular about Doug that correlates with shiny objects. And Doug's attention span is super quick. So he could be talking about something to the human, and then he'll see a squirrel. And next thing you know, he's focused on the squirrel. And he'll go back to having a conversation. Next thing you know, he'll see a squirrel. And he'll go back to focusing on the squirrel. That is almost the epitome of the shiny object syndrome is that you're trying to have a conversation with somebody or you're trying to work through a project, whatever it may be. And then something grabs your attention and you focus in on that without completing your previous task or project. So we are going to break this episode down into two separate parts. The first part is we're going to talk about the four outcomes that typically occur 
when you fall victim to the shiny object syndrome. And then second, we are going to give you four methods so that you can stay focused and not get distracted easily. So let's go ahead and start with the four outcomes. The first outcome when you are distracted by the shiny object syndrome is that you you don't achieve your goals. You're always on to something new rather than completing your current project or your plan. The tendency is that when we start something, we have to make sure that our entire heart is in that process. If it's not, we become easily distracted and we move towards something else that we feel is going to add value to our life, our journey, or whatever it may be. But we move from goal to goal and not finishing what we've started. And that is a clear sign that you are focused in on the shiny object syndrome. So you have to make sure that you complete your goals. And we're going to talk about how you do that shortly. Number two, you lose time, money, energy, and effort jumping from one goal to another without achieving without achieving anything. You can't do that. You have to finish what you start. The shiny object syndrome will undoubtedly help you move from one area to the next because you are not focused in on the end goal. So you have to focus in on the end goal. And number three, you become a jack of all trades and a master of none. You spend your time chasing new goals, new ideas, rather than honing your current skills or cultivating your current projects. I've seen this so much where we move from training class to training class, leadership seminar to leadership seminar, and we don't take the time to actually input and allow what we've learned to kind of resonate inside of who we are before we move on to the next leadership concept or before we move on to the next role. So we get antsy. We feel that this role can't teach us anything. And so guess what? What do we do? We leapfrog and go to another role that we feel is going to satisfy that need. So you just become a, a jack of all trades. You start to move around and you don't and you're not planted. Right. That is the key to any successful leader is for you to become planted and to hone your skills where you are and then have the ability to move forward. Number four, you create internal and external confusion. Internally, you become disjointed from the lack of focus. Externally, your teams and your colleagues begin to see you as disheveled and disoriented. Over time, they begin to lose zeal for your project and for who you are as a leader. This is probably the most disheartening part of the shiny object syndrome is because when you are not focused on anything and you are continuously moving from project to project and your team has no clue about who you are, your team has no understanding what you stand for because you're standing for so many different things. You have competing priorities that you feel are all important and they're not. And now your team is confused on what direction they need to go. But more importantly, they are confused as to what deliverable they need to give you because you continue to move the goalpost on them. So you can't do that. Once again, the four outcomes 
are going to be you don't achieve any of your goals, you lose time, you become a jack of all trades, and you lose actually internal and external credibility with yourself and your team, respectively. All right. So let's talk about the four methods, the four methods that can help you stay focused and stop getting distracted. This first one is probably foundational, right? So when you think about these four methods, think about it as building a house. We got to get the foundation first correct and create clear and compelling goals. Get clear on exactly what you want to achieve. The more specific you are on your goal, the more you will stand firm from any random situation that kind of comes across your path. We say it this way. We said, the more you know yourself, the more you can say no. Because the tendency as a leader is that you go from project to project, assignment to assignment. Also, the other part of it is that if you are not grounded in a value system with who you are as a leader, so guess what happens? The next shiny object that comes in front of you, you fall for or you go after. I see this a lot as it relates to talent. The tendency is that we forget our current team when we bring somebody brand new on board. Now, I understand that there's an onboarding process that you need to have, uh, and you have to make sure that they uh, understand your value system, understand who you are as a leader. But the other part of it is you cannot forget your team. So the tendency sometimes from a shiny object syndrome is from you to go from your current team to that new shiny employee and give them all your time. You can't do that. You got to be able to balance your time out with the new person and also the the current team that you have. Number two, you have to develop commitment. You know, it's important to develop a commitment to yourself first. Commitment is a personal agreement or a pledge to do something. This is sometimes to invest in yourself fully into your goals. You don't just involve yourself, but you are committed enough to see the process or the project to completion. This one right here, the commitment factor nowadays within leaders is so critical because we have so many different things, once again, competing for our attention, our team, our private lives, society, social media, you name it. There are so many things that are competing for our life. And if we are not committed to a process of finishing our goals or seeing our goals to some measure of completion, I got to tell you, I feel for those people who are committed to their process because when you're not committed to your process, nothing happens. The goals that you aspire to, the processes and projects that you long for, nothing happens. Number three, get more accountability. Please get more accountability. Accountability is taking ownership of your results. I believe working with an experienced accountability coach can help a lot of you stop chasing bright, shiny objects and stay focused on your goals. Because when you have a person that can actually see your situation from the outside looking in, they can see things about you that you can't see right now. Because the tendency is as leaders, we're too close to our decisions. We're too close to our our personal growth. And so When you are too close to it, you can't see it. So having an experienced coach come in to help you move through the processes 
so that you can go from step A to step B to C and D, right? And help you overcome those obstacles is super critical to you as a leader. And it's going to be value add for you because now you're going to get an objective opinion on who you are and some of those things that have been holding you back as a leader. Please understand this one. This one is super valuable. Number four, manage the source of your distraction. Evaluate your social media news feeds, email subscriptions, or your group membership. I got to tell you, I looked at all of my Facebook groups that I, I'm a member of. It was ridiculous how many groups. I didn't even think about how many groups. I, you know, if I had to look at it, I was probably going to say, I will probably be in about maybe 25, 25 groups. When I looked at my Facebook groups, I was over 50 different groups. One, because they all kind of piqued my interest initially. I hit click and I was like, okay, I'm, I actually like that. And then another one may have been something that I needed right then and there at that point in my leadership. And I said, okay, click, awesome. But then I realized, how much am I actually engaging in all of these groups? I wasn't. So what I did was I had to whittle down all of my groups into probably about a good 20, 22 groups that I'm actually involved in and I'm actually participating in. So when you start to think about the shiny object syndrome, you have to reduce the clutter that's surrounding you. And a massive part of that is going to be your social media, right? Remove those sources that disrupt your focus due to new offerings, new products, or new ideas. Get information from sources that can help you stay focused and help you achieve your goals. That's the key. So if you start to think about joining a group, you have to think about the what it's going to give you in return and not so much what you're going to give to the group. I, I know that sounds a little selfish, but there are so many things vying for our attention. We have to make sure that whatever we put on our plate, whatever we put into our system, whatever we put into our being, it is going to truly help us become better people. And once we do that, now that we are bringing better pieces into our lives, guess what? Now we can give better to other people. You know that old saying, you know, from a computer, you know, garbage in, garbage out. I firmly believe that as a leader, whatever we put into our psyche, to our ethos, it comes out to other people. So we have to be careful and mindful of what we're doing and what we're saying with people relative to our leadership. So we have to make sure that we remove any distractions. And just a couple of closing points about the shiny object syndrome. It is insidious. It will make you feel like you're doing the right thing because you will tell yourself that, well, if I move to this situation or if I try this, it's just going to help me become a better leader. It's going to help me get to that goal faster. And here's the thing. In, in certain situations, that could be true. But if you are consistently finding yourself in this vicious cycle of going from one thing to the next, searching for something, you have been caught in the shiny object syndrome. We gave you four methods on how to get out of them. I firmly believe if you take your time to understand who you are more as a leader, as a person, you will be able to say no to those things that come across your table 
that are not adding value to your journey as a leader because it is time for you to stop being the leader that others think that you should be. And it's time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. And we look forward to talking to you in the very next episode. Have a great day and God bless. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.